0: Hello, screeters! Just reaching out to you all to try and update you on some things in the Gamerhood, my thoughts about them, and how I came to those conclusions. I also want to shout out to my buddy, Che, at Roleplay Rescue. You should take as many breaks as you need to be who you want to be. And a foot of the mountain on Twitter... If somebody blocks you, man, that's, that's their decision. We can only control what we do and how we react to other people. We cannot control how other people react to us. Um, of course, we can try to be mindful and we can try to be the best people that we can be, but sometimes people are going to make decisions that don't seem like the best ones, or those decisions don't make you feel the best inside, but it's still up to you, Screeders. It's always up to you, but I don't know. What I do know is today is 11, 11 2020 November 11th, and it is Wednesday, Hope Day, and I am Jason Hobbs. And this is Random Screed. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sad nap man. Random Screed, Random Screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. Today on the couch... I have to admit that I feel like an imposter. I know the way that things should be. I know it's a difficult time monetarily. I know that I have changed gears or pivoted a little bit on what I am focusing on. I find it hard to do screeds now. I pick up my phone. I say I'm going to do a screed and I have tons of things to talk about, but they all just feel like they're not important enough or how many times you guys really want to hear about my campaigns and the thing, the things I'm thinking about around them and the things that happened or or troubles uh, with Relationships, or my mental stability or the things that happen at work and it seems like it's just this cycle and in some ways it just seems futile and frustrating that there's the other side maybe it's relatable maybe it makes you feel better about yourself hearing about my troubles I don't really know Uh, further I'd also like to say scheduling struggles with Hobbs and Friends is ridiculous if it's not time zones it's power going out or lack of motivation or all sorts of things it's not easy baby it's not easy and I have no idea why I just called you all baby <laughs> uh, anyway, that's where I am right now. A uh, pretty soul-sucking feeling of imposter syndrome. Like, I look about and see what other people have done for the industry, and what am I really doing? Well, I'm running games. I'm playing games, I'm using the hobby for what it's for as opposed to be some sort of bystander, and today I'm just going to tell you about those games, so there are people who, I don't know, maybe this is a different topic, but as far as patron goes, I haven't put out a Hobbs & Friends episode in a while for multiple reasons. And none of them really matter. What really matters is if you want to support or if you don't. And it's okay either way. Um, I felt like I was losing my ability to do certain things. So I shifted and I hoped that people who would like to support the things that I do for the industry, as minuscule as they may be, and maybe they're not that important, I don't really know. You, the consumer, that consumes the content, is the one who decides. But I realized that podcasting uh, through Hobbs and Friends wasn't necessarily always feeding what I need to do for myself. I'm not stopping, but I'm not uh, keeping to a schedule as well as I could or should, as far as some people are concerned. <clears throat> that's okay I can be down about it but in the long run I know that it's okay it was my personal choice to say I'm gonna run three games a week and play in some games if I can plus I'm gonna run Kalmata and I'm gonna run the midlands when people want to play even if that's a binger even if that goes seven eight ten twelve thirty days in a row it hasn't, but if it does, and that's what I want to do, that's what I will do. And wherever that falls is where it falls. If you listen to this show, if you listen to Hobbs and Friends, if you watch the actual plays on YouTube, on Twitch, if you, whatever it is you do, if you feel like I have a benefit and I give you meaningful content and you want to support that content, The Patreon is a way to do that. If you once were and are no longer, then you're not. And that is your choice. Uh, Anyway, what I wanted to get into is why I did it and where it has gotten me. And I think so far I've covered it. um, I want to be putting out more published content and the way that I do that best is to run games and then write about those games. And I tell you, I have been running some games and creating content for play that's already been play tested. And that's, that's what I do. So let's get into a recap of some high adventure. These are the days of high adventure. Shit, screeters! it's two days later. I was trying to, uh, or maybe just the next day. I don't even know, it was a long day. (laughs) The day was so long, it was the next day. Uh, I was trying to find the um, introduction that I read for new players into Kalmada, but couldn't find it I might have to record another one and add it to a later episode but uh, I wanted to say that we hadn't had a Kalmata game that happened since late August and the one we had was pretty exciting it was episode number 50 Uh, I've had easily twice maybe three times that total in the Kalmata uh, campaign drop in drop out West March's game but That was number 50 of the streamed games, and it was pretty awesome. I had set up, uh, it was sometimes in the Kalmata games, depending on the location, it becomes kind of a one-shot almost, because the characters might get stuck there. This time, it was a Rotashan curse, and uh, it put out some more information about maybe why the Rotashan left the known world, uh, but I don't think anyone quite figured it out. I'm wondering if maybe some of the more veteran players will watch it and then maybe put two and two together. But they did find a treasure map that will lead to some new places. We already have uh, a couple some somethings in Kalmata. I'm excited to see what it goes to. So uh, we did lose a veteran character, K, which would be Aaron Clark's character, fell to the demon uh, Tekarisk. Uh, with a nasty kind of shockwave ability that killed him and his henchmen, her and and her henchmen, all in one blow, which was pretty sad. And it also killed the Makara, the uh, angel of law that Azarus Taylor... I don't know what Taylor's last name is off the top of my head, but it killed Taylor's... Um, Henchman that he can summon with a magical item. And we do not know if another one will be able to come if the Makara is dead, if that's the only one he could control or not. So that'll be interesting to find. Last we saw the Makara, Azaris was in a demi-plane of Chakra, which is the planet of demons. So I'm kind of dropping some information that maybe even players don't know. I don't know. I do know some of the players listen to this podcast. So it would be interesting to see what they do. This information is out there in different bits and pieces to different players. It's never the same player, so the dissemination of information isn't ideal. But the campaign goes on. Lots of different people can play the campaign. And it is great fun. Next Kalmata session is scheduled 7 p.m. November 21st. So hoping to see... That go down. They're planning on going to the the Gods Hollows, which is a cenote, which was actually pretty well, pretty well cleared out um, over 50 sessions ago, and it was some pretty crazy ass shit that went down. They found like a machine that could traverse almost like a jeep that was. Fueled by VTEM, which the easiest way is the blood of a living spellcaster. Lots of weird shit in Kalmata that no one even really knows or understands, which really kind of cracks me up. But like I say, it's the nature of the beast with uh, the lack of information sharing between players. When you've had, you know, Jesus, I don't even know, 50 different players over 100 to 150 sessions over a span of four or five years uh, who knows what information anybody remembers or cares. Or A lot of the players seem to use it like it's almost a, a series of one-shots, um, which I think also is the nature of the beast. It isn't supposed to be. I don't think historically or the way uh, Westmarch's game was meant to be was like that, but that's the way it's been. Um, I let the players do it, and sometimes they put the information in, and sometimes they don't. And that's the way the Kalmata Olive crumbles. Speaking of West Marches type games, we got in... The Midlands Number 22, which is my low fantasy gaming West March's open table game, uh, that currently has shifted over to the city of Northgate, which is controlled by No the Stargazer, and his Anointed, and they got into some fun stuff after learning of the existence of an ancient elven city. Uh, that Northgate was built upon known as Yolnvarsoon. There really isn't much information about Yolnvarsoon or the elves in general other than what their demise, uh, who was responsible for that uh, in the Midland setting, which is what I use for this campaign. The game mechanics and the setting all come from Pickpocket Press and my man Steve Grodzicki, who's currently working on Lowlife 2090, which is a low fantasy gaming chassied shadow run and that should come out this month sometime really looking forward to that the midlands game has heated up Uh, i think this is the first time in a while we had the same four players with the same four characters in back-to-back sessions and uh, i think that helps cohesively with what the story is and what's happening it's all taken place in a northgate which is unusual in a west marches campaign because The home city is normally safe. Well, this didn't start as the home city, and I don't ever do anything the way you're supposed to because uh, I'm not smart enough to keep it that way. But the game went pretty well. We're working on the next session, and uh, I'd like to see what the fallout is and what happened and what what the players do as far as plot hacking goes. That's something I love to do as a player, so I almost always include that. In the games that I run, uh, even if it is a West Marcher open-style t- table game, I'm endlessly dropping little hooks for people to latch on to if they so desire. If they don't, the hooks keep on going because it is a living campaign in that way. If anyone ever wants to play in Kalmada or the Midlands, it's easy. Join the Patron an elite gamer at four dollars a month and you can get in as many games as you can muster which is all your responsibility um either one of those games you can get into for three dollars a month and uh, i think a lot more sessions will be happening people are pretty excited about it Uh, now i want to talk about my two ose campaigns All right, I finally got through the North March Session 0 slash Session 1. Seemed like a pretty big hit. The players were really excited about it. We are playing Session number 2 tonight in about less than two hours. Tonight is the 12th of November, tomorrow being Friday the 13th. How exciting can that be? We had some fun. They learned a lot about... Bettleby Ridge, which is detailed in zine number two of Hobbs and Friends with the OSR, And I'm excited about the Mizzlemore and the environs around Bettleby Ridge, which is what these players are going to go through. And we can replay test some stuff I already ran for the GRGA years ago, which is then going to go into the next zine, I believe. I've uh, cooked up some of the old art that Hawk had done for that zine so long ago, and I got him working on more stuff. My goal is maybe to have all the assets used on the Gamerhood Twitch and YouTube videos done by my people. So I won't be taking any art, and I won't be stealing anything from people on the internet that I don't even know how to attribute. So I'm pretty excited about that. And maybe m- maybe the art won't be as good, but it'll be... All hours. Super excited about that. Um uh, Curse of the uh Chronicle of the Cursed Axe, my LFG traditional campaign with the GRGA on Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. was pretty fun. We um no one died. This will be the first time that no characters died in that not just that campaign, because we were only on session three, I believe but in that gaming group for weeks. (laughs) So maybe they're learning. Maybe they're figuring it out. I don't know. I kind of been taking a stronger grasp of the narrative and the place that it's going. I'm not railroading people, but especially uh, through transitionary downtimes, the next session is kind of stronger. So otherwise I've found these people just stall out It takes a certain type of gamer to drive themselves and the party in a particular direction without excessive input and maybe poking and urges by the GM. So I've been doing it with them, and I'm hoping that uh, after some play, they'll learn to do it on their own. That's what I like to do. I think it makes you a stronger player because it forces you to understand what the character may want to do. And when you understand what your character wants to do, you're more invested in that character. And then you can drive the narrative on your own without the GM having to pull the strings like you're some kind of marionette. But uh, yeah, that game is cool. We are currently doing shit. I honestly don't even remember. Oh, we finally found the village of Willem's Rest which I've used a map that I found, which is kind of a 2.5D of Fandolin, um, which I don't know if anyone's even recognized yet because it's not easy. But uh, they found that place, and now they have gotten a mission from the Mongers Coalition. I'm trying to change the connotation of the word monger, Uh, As having negative from like hate monger, warmonger, when really all it is is a merchant or trader, which interesting enough in Phandalin, it is the uh, conger, I think it was called, which is really a peddler. Um, So I'm using monger instead, but these guys are going to be the driving force for some adventures until it leads a little deeper into Northgate politics and maybe international. This is what I, uh, I, a while ago I was asking on some different discords about the uh, conspiramid. So, if anyone wants to call in about the conspiramid, uh, which is kind of a mashup word of conspiracy and a pyramid and a way to build it, which is supposedly in Night's Dark Agents. I've never read it, I don't know how it works, but I kind of wanted to build this conspiramid uh, around a particular thing in the Midlands. And so I could talk about that. So if anyone wants to call in about that, that would be awesome. One more campaign to talk about Tuesday nights and they're playing white sands. We had to cancel. We had to cancel this week because of storms. My power was out for about six hours right during the session. So that was a kick in the shorts because we had some pretty fun stuff that's been going on in white sands. And I hope to catch you guys up maybe next Tuesday, maybe sooner. I don't know, I'm taking it a little easy. I ran a ton of games, including the the Midlands and Kalmata, as well as these three weekly games. So, a lot of gaming here at the Gamerhood that I can talk to you about on random screed. Until then, I will leave you with TJ Drennan. It's a beautiful day in the game, a beautiful day for my gamer. Spare this colonies breeding grave robbers. Would you be one? Could you be one? If the native percent mortality rate works for you, for a few bucks a month you can sign up and have the hogs kill you. Let's make the most of another Sunday. Brew up some coffee and play it my way. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my gamers? Won't you be, won't you please, please won't you be my gamers?